Oh yes. Look at these. These are very, very, very nice. I'm having that one. I mean, they're both the same, let's be honest. Oh my goodness me, what an entrance. <laughs> Hello. I know. How are you? Are you ready for this? Well, I wasn't ready for that, but I'm ready for I this. Know. Well, you know, right in style and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. These are pretty cool, aren't they? They're amazing. Right, we're through here. Okay. After you. Thank you. So good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. Oh. They're nice, those minis, aren't they? They're hey. really nice. This is all right as well, isn't it? Yeah, this is really nice in here. I'll just sort of stay here all day, if that's all right. I mean, in all seriousness, I'm looking forward to this. Is there one bit you're particularly looking forward to? Um, do you know what? I, it's, you can just carry on in life thinking that you don't need to address anything sometimes. And I think I'm actually quite looking forward to stopping and asking myself some maybe difficult questions. Yeah, I mean, it's an area I've, I've had to think about a lot in the last sort of two or three years. So I'm really looking forward to just speaking to lots of different people here and their stories, hearing from people who really know what they're talking about. Hey guys. Hello. Good to see you. Are you Jess? I am. Great I'm to true. see you. Yeah. Fruit, fruit. <laughs> Ooh, I always eat fruit. Fruit at fruit. All, all day. <laughs> nice, uh, nice. Hello, I'm Simon. And I'm Joanna. And we're here to talk about well-being because let's be honest, it is a massive topic, but it is so, so important. And personally, I don't know about you, but I'm really looking forward to discovering a little bit more about how to improve my own well-being. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's not just the emotional stuff, is it? I'm really looking forward to digging into kind of like relational well-being and spiritual well-being, the whole thing. Can't wait. This is going to sound random for those of you watching, but I'm heading over to the Colorama, all right? Sorry. I'm going this way. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm hey? Trying to make sure all the cameras can see me. Yeah. No, it needs a clap. I'm trying. <laughs> So welcome everybody to the well-being journey. Now I've been around for a few years now. I'm not going to tell you quite how long, but it's substantial. And I know that life does have its ups and downs. You know, sometimes we get great news. Most of the time we go from day to day, everything's going well and we're getting on with life. Whilst at other times we get totally devastated by really difficult life-changing events. So what we've done is we've put together something that we believe can help right across the entire realm of things that life can chuck our way, whether in a good place, or we're in a bad place, it's equally important and believe me, equally relevant to everybody. So we're gonna be learning about how our well-being affects all aspects of our lives, from our relationships to our emotional health and even how we manage our money. We're gonna be looking at our mindset, our way of thinking and find out about how our physical well-being is linked to all the other aspects of our lives. It is all interrelated. And the good news is, there's gonna be lots of good news throughout this. We've got some great tips to help you live more healthily and more holistically. And the even better news than that, I'm gonna be journeying along with you on this story together with my amazing presenting partner, Joanna, who is currently fiddling with bananas, but she's on. Joanna, <laughs> put them down, you're in. Ooh. Okay, here you go, Simon, catch. It's oh, taking it beautifully. Good catch. Well done. Okay, so our journey will take us across the UK, hearing true stories from people who have seen their lives completely transformed. And similarly, we're going to be hearing from some fantastic teachers and experts who will go deeper into the idea that we can consistently take control of our own well-being. Now, this is a fantastic chance for us all to take a closer look at all the aspects of our lives. And I really do believe that through this, we'll identify areas where we can make a real positive change. Where we're struggling, we'll find breakthrough. Where we're lost, we're going to find guidance. And where there's hurt, we'll see healing and restoration. And, you know, there might not be huge areas for you to address, but any tweak can make a difference. 
Plus, it's our journey too, and I certainly don't have all the answers, and my hope is that I'll be learning loads too along with you as we go through these sessions. Isn't that right, Simon? Banana's not ripe enough. Oh, it didn't look good. But I've started, so I'll finish. <laughs> True hero. Joanna, I couldn't agree more because I'm going to be sharing bits of my story. Joanna's going to be doing exactly the same. I will be following through a structured well-being journey designed by pastor and author Dave Smith. Now, Dave heads up a really very big church. I should know I've been there in Peterborough. It's in the east of England. And like most of us, he's faced many challenges in life. OK, Simon. Can I give you something of the journey? Yes. The rest of my banana. Thank you. I'm off to see Dr. Roger Bretherton. He's a lecturer and expert in positive psychology. He's spoken to leaders at Oxford University, the Royal Albert Hall and the Hammersmith Apollo. He definitely knows his stuff. Roger, it's really, really good to meet you. I'm Joanna. Hello, good to meet you, Joanna. It's good to be here in Lincoln. Yeah, it's a lovely place, isn't it? Have you had a look around yet? I haven't had a chance yet. Jumped out the mini, came straight here. So, uh, oh, actually, I don't know. Oh, I can't really answer that, because I haven't shot it. <laughs> Forget the footage you just saw of me wandering around the yeah, city. <laughs> it might get, if it stops raining, I might have looked around. Um, I've got a question for you. Sure. Actually, two questions, OK? Go on, then. What's your favourite drink? <laughs> this can be any drink. Oh, I thought, so that's the question. Yeah, that okay. is the question. <laughs> so my favourite drink is definitely uh, Brewdog Elvis Juice beer. Oh. It's the best. Really? Yeah. What is good about it? Well, it, it's, uh, you think it's a beer, but then it tastes like grapefruit juice. Ooh, OK. OK, I'm going to yeah. try that. My favourite drink is hot water. <laughs> Just so you know, because, you know, if we ever, like, yeah. meet again get me hot water. That I will is, get you that for sure. Yeah. It's the thing I love. Okay, my second question for you is um, if you were having a good old sing-song, <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know you probably like to. Yeah, I do. As we all do, yeah. in the shower, what would be your banger that you's gonna, you know, you're going to sing out? Do you know what's going through my head at the moment? Cool. It's really bad. It's Franz Ferdinand at the moment. <laughs> can you give us a so bit? Um, can I? <laughs> <laughs> um... Do you know what? When I sing, people cry out to God and oh. not in a good way. So let's leave that, <laughs> shall we? Okay. We'll leave that there. But we're on, this, on the start of this well-being journey. This is the, the very, very start. Right, now, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? OK, so I'm, I'm Roger Bretherton. I'm a clinical psychologist and I work at the University of Lincoln, where I'm associate professor and I study all the good stuff. So basically my area of research is what some people would call character strengths and virtues, which basically means, you know how mental health sometimes is all about all the negative stuff, anxiety, mm -hmm. depression, etc. Character strengths and virtues is the opposite. So how do you scientifically and in just as rich and detailed way study hope, love, gratitude, wisdom, self-control, humility, forgiveness, Courage, I mean, the list just goes on and on, but it's a brilliant, brilliant area to work in. And I do that all the time. I, I research, I do coaching and workshops, um, and I teach students. That is incredible. So we are on this well-being journey. Okay, we've just started. Uh -huh. So I kind of want to know, 
why should we bother? Why, why should I go on this? I've been told to do it, but why should I do it? Why should I go on this journey? Well, do you know what? I think within all of us as human beings, there's a desire for well-being. There's this sense that somehow that there's a bigger, deeper life available to us that we haven't found so far. You know, we want, we want that. Um, and the interesting thing that, that for me as a psychologist and also as a Christian, it's like both the, the areas that I work in push towards the same thing. They say there is a flourishing, abundant life that we can live, that we've sort of fallen away from, but we want to get back to, and that's what we're headed for. And that's what the question of well-being is all about. Right. And are there different, you know, we're looking at these different areas of well-being. Yeah. Why do we need to kind of look at all of them? Can we not just... That's right. So, so obviously we're just one person. We only have one well-being, if you like. Right. But it does help a little bit just to divide it up into different ingredients because it allows you to kind of look at where you're doing well, where might you kind of improve things slightly. So when you think about things like um, mindset, how we think, our emotions, um, if we think about um, the spiritual side of it, relationships, finances, mm. our, our sense of vocation and calling. Now, all of those things all come together in one person. Yeah. But usually what you'll find is there'll be one of those areas of well-being that you're really, really strong on. I mean, what, what would you be strong on on all those things? What's, ooh, your, okay, um, what's your default? What's my default? Yeah. Oh, that's a really, really tricky question. Can I take a guess? Go on. I, I'm going to go, you're, you're a physical person, diet, exercise. I love, um, I love eating well. It's funny, I do love a day that as well but um <laughs> but i do care about my body and i yeah. love exercise yeah so, so then then the danger of that for all of us so we all probably have our favorite one where we feel at home so some people it's finance and the multicolored spreadsheets and some people it's all about exercise other people it's about the quality of their relationship and the danger of that sometimes if if we're not careful we put all our eggs in that one basket right and then if that one thing fails us our whole well-being falls over basically so, so the idea of having all these kind of areas is, is firstly, don't just put all your eggs in one basket. Secondly, also don't get obsessed about the ones that you're weakest in. So for me, I guess finance would probably be my weakest one. It's the, I'm not weak, I'm just not interested in it. So I, I don't have to get obsessive in making it absolutely perfect, but I, I just have to be good enough or I have to find friends and other people who can just help me do it and, and keep up to speed so it just ticks along. So, so the idea of that kind of well-being model of all these kind of different areas of well-being is just to keep in mind that actually just having a, a little bit of the dial on each of them, sort of there's something in there, something that we've yeah. contributed to it, all together contributes to what we would call our overall well-being, that sum total of how well we're doing in life. Right, it's feeling like quite a lot, you know, there's lots of things yeah. to juggle and, and keep up, keep above yeah. water. Can we kill two birds with one stone? How can we, you know? <laughs> Yes, so I, I would say two things. So firstly, um, just focus on one at a time okay. as well. So, so don't, you know, if you want to build one, don't try and build three of them at the same time. Right. Decide which one it is you want to work on in any given moment. And then secondly, I would say that sometimes what you can do is you can leverage the skills you've learned in one to help you with another. So if you're really good on the emotional side, that's really going to help you with your mindset. It's also going to really help you with your relationships. If you've learned loads of really cool organizational strategies through finance, actually that's really helpful in working out what your calling is and financing that, working out how to organize really good things for your relationship, putting an exercise routine together. So you can see how actually what you can do is if yeah. there's one you're really good at, you can then use that to build some of the others as well. That's really good. Now we're just on the start of this journey. Yep. So have you got any advice for me you know so my tip would be for you today you're in Lincoln aren't you mm -hmm. here's my tip for you today go to the cathedral 
So we have a thousand year old cathedral here. And sometimes I've been tempted almost to do psychological tours of it because when I go in there, I feel a sense of awe, a sense of serenity, a sense of excitement and hope. It just lifts your eyes. And I'd really recommend you go and visit the cathedral. Okay, I'm gonna go and try and find it. But thank you so much for chatting to us. Definitely going to come back to Lincoln. Good. Yeah. My absolute pleasure. Great speaking to you, Joanna. <laughs> Good to speak to you too. I'll see you later. Take care. Bye. Roger was right. Lincoln Cathedral is incredible. But this whole well-being journey, it's so much to take in. I mean, do we really have the time to deal with it? I'm off to meet Dave to find out what inspired him. Hey Dave. Hi Joanna, great to see you. Good to see you. Hey, I love the cast. I know, I painted this myself. Do you like yeah, it? Look at that colour. Don't touch it. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> now we're starting out on this journey and I couldn't not come to Peterborough and have a chat with you. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yes, yeah, so I grew up in a stable, loving home. So, you know, lots to be grateful for. I had a pretty secure childhood. But my early teens, I kind of rebelled against everything. Okay. Uh, I rebelled against my parents, against school, against church. I think I, as I look back, I was like trying to fill like a void of emptiness, like I was looking for purpose and love and meaning. So I tried all kinds of different things. Okay. Tried <laughs> parties, too much drink. I had a particular god in my life, which was Manchester City Football Club, Ooh. which didn't satisfy me. <laughs> they were doing very badly at the time. Uh, and so all of that kind of continued really until I went up to uni at the age of 19. Somebody invited me to church in my uh, first term and up at uni. And at the end of a particular service, I sensed for the very first time, like the presence of God. It was like I sensed this loving presence, almost like God was knocking on the door of my life and wow. saying, I'm alive, I'm real. I want you to know me. Yeah. Now, because I was pretty independent, I didn't know what that would mean. It took me about seven months. And then after seven months, I remember just praying a simple prayer, inviting Jesus Christ to come into my life. And then in a way I was not expecting, like this incredible sense of love and joy and peace and purpose to literally flooded my life. And wow. from that moment on, I changed completely. Um, I was a nicer person. <laughs> it affected my physical well-being too because I'd had quite a lot of sickness in my teens but I sensed a new sense of strength and physical health you know I was happier it, it was just amazing wow that's incredible yeah but when was it that you first realized that the idea of well-being yeah. was so important and how has that changed your life but about three and a half years ago I sensed almost like the Lord saying I want to do a deeper work in you right and for me it concerned the whole area of my emotional well-being. You know, I'm a pretty kind of full-on character. Um, I've got a natural high sense of drive right. and capacity, which is a strength. Yeah. But with that um, strength comes a weakness or a shadow side. And the shadow side of that is a drivenness can tend to over-rev, right. um, uh, over-push. Yeah. And what that began to do was it began to affect even my physical well-being. So for example, I went through a season a few years ago where I was really struggling with my sleep. So there were, if you like, little warning signs yeah. that, that, that there was something not right. But it wasn't until I sort of uh, went on this new journey of well-being. I, I prayed, mm. God started speaking to me, but also I asked other people to help me. Um, somebody helping with my spiritual well-being, somebody helping me with emotional health. 
And I came to the point where I realized that this sort of over-striving, this drivenness was actually rooted in a fear. I wouldn't count myself a naturally timid or fearful person, but I came to realize that I had this fear of failure. So the desire to succeed, not wrong, was accompanied with this thing that kept almost like derailing me, this fear of failure. And it was messing up my emotions and affecting me in other areas too. So help from God, help from others, and being, if you like, more self-aware of my weakness, I started getting free. For me, absolutely key was knowing the love of God that I'd been experiencing literally ever since I became a Christian in a deeper way, that my security and identity was not based on what I did or how well things were going, but on his love for me. And so the last three and a half years, I've just experienced an emotional freedom that's affected me spiritually. I'm close to God. I think I'm even better in my relationships and, you know, I'm sleeping a lot better. So it's amazing. It's good news. Yeah, it's been wonderful. <laughs> now, in your book, you yeah. talk about the various areas of well-being and being a little bit like dials on a car, a bit like this yes. one, and how they're all interrelated. Yes. Tell us about that. Well, I think it's first important to see that we are holistic beings and we need to think about well-being holistically. Uh, but also, I think, in terms of self-awareness and, as it were, knowing where we're at in terms of our dials, yeah. what I find is helpful to think about well-being as almost like we've got six interrelated tanks. So, you know, you might have a, a petrol gauge, an oil gauge, things like that. But in our lives, we've got, I think, six major um, tanks or dials. We've got a physical, we've got emotional, we've got spiritual, we've got relational, uh, we've got financial and vocational, all of them interrelated, each one impacting the other. So like my sleep, that's in the physical area, but that can affect my emotions. Of course, yeah. But my emotions can affect my sleep. Mm. And so this sense of being aware of where I'm at in each of the areas, yeah. working on maybe the worst areas first, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might, or, or the area that will have the greatest impact on all the other areas. Yeah, that's really key, isn't it? To be aware of where we are. Yeah. I think while, while we start out on this journey, that's you know, no matter whether things are really good or not so good, we just need to know. Totally, yeah. Self-awareness is foundational to everything else that we're going to experience. That's brilliant. Now, we are in this incredible park. Great, Why don't we take a walk? Yeah, good. Okay, good. Okay, so this word well-being, yeah. it's a bit of a buzzword. I'm seeing it everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. Now, but is it a new thing or is this, you know, how does this relate to God? So if we look back at the big picture of the Bible, we see there's a good God who loves us. He has a plan for us to flourish and enjoy well-being in every area of our lives. And I believe that's encapsulated in an Old Testament word, um, a Hebrew word, uh, shalom. In our English Bibles, we translate as peace. Now, peace is God, good. Who doesn't want peace? You know, we don't want conflict. We want tranquility. But actually, if you look at the root of the word shalom, it's kind of a very rich word. It's the idea of being at peace with God, peace with ourselves, peace with one another, and peace with our environment. Perhaps a better translation than peace for shalom is well-being in every area of our lives. So this is for everybody? No doubt about it. That's incredible. Now, I'm so excited to go on this journey. Let's have a little bit more of a walk sure. before I head back. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> So 
So, Dave, I, I'm going to head off now, but before I go, have you got any last pieces of advice? I would say, if at all possible, do the journey with others. You know, something when we're wanting to take next steps in any area of our lives. You know, if we've got a group or good friends who can inspire us on the journey, encourage us, challenge us. You know, if we flag a bit, great to have others to encourage us to keep going. Brilliant. Well, Simon and I are doing this together and I can't wait to come back and chat to you when I've done a bit more of the journey. <laughs> Thanks, See Dave. you soon. Take care. Cheers. Bye. Bye. I'm going to head back to the studio and chat to Simon about it. Hey Simon, what are you up to? Uh, making a loop warm cup of tea. I forgot to boil the kettle. I'm so Sounds sorry. Delicious. How was the journey? Was it all right? It was good. It was long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I'm from Norfolk, and I'm just going to tell you anything. The east of England is long. Right. Uh, it's long. I can say that. But it underlines that the journey we're going to be on over the next few weeks is harder than we thought. But what is obvious from the people that Joanna's already chatted to in this session is that our well-being is absolutely fundamental to every single area of our life. How we think about ourselves, we deal with our own dials to what we do, how we treat people and where we work. And the key lies in how we're managing our own well-being. Yeah. Are we nurturing it? Are we working at it? Are we growing? Now, I've got to tell you something, Simon. Go on then. Lincoln is beautiful. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. My mum's from Lincoln. She's is never she? said that. No. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think when I drove into Lincoln, I yeah. did this sort of head turn moment. I was like, whoa. The cathedral mm. is epic. And just walking around there, you just, I don't know, you kind of feel quite peaceful. So, you, so you've taken away a, a magnificent cathedral. Mm. In terms of the people you've spoken to today, what's the one other thing you take away from this? Well, I think the other thing is just the fact that this is a journey worth going on. I mean, I I can't say that I was definitely 100% sure. Yeah. But after hearing Roger and Dave speak about, you know, just why he wrote this and the impact that it's had on his own life, you know, he's and he's a little bit older than me, not not a lot older. But, you know, and that you can do this at any stage of life. Yeah. I just think it's it's worth doing. So I'm in. Good. I'm in. What about you? Well, well, the good news is I'm in as well, yeah. still. Um, I take away a lot. Um, you know, I think the great thing about these, these sessions is we're going to hear from experts like Dave, who yeah. give you the evidence as to why all this connects with each other in terms of our well-being, but also be hearing from, from real-life stories as well. Yeah. People who speak from their own experience. And that's always really, really powerful. But in terms of Dave, and I've read the book, and it's brilliant, but hearing him actually talking about his journey and actually how all these things, we said it right at the start, how these things interact with each other. But we tend to think like, okay, I'm going through a stressful time money-wise, I'm worried about making ends meet. We don't often realize that that will impact on so many other areas. It will probably impact on our relationship because we're stressed. It may impact on our work life as well. All these things are interlinked and that's what I'm going to take away from today. Yeah, totally. And it's only just the start. There are seven more sessions where we're going to be chatting to experts and teachers. And each week, we really do want to encourage you, just like Simon and I have done today, to take away one thing, just one thing, and uh, we're so excited to go on this journey. Is that a wrap, Jay? Cut. Thank you. Next week, we'll be continuing our road trip, heading to Watford and Peterborough, and of course, hearing another incredible story. So the journey has begun, and I don't know about you, but I'm excited and feeling hopeful. We'll see you next time. <laughs>